0: Well, friends, welcome to our baptism service today. I was thinking today, really, any day is a good day to get baptized. If you stood outside for five minutes this morning, you could probably do it yourself. But for two reasons today. Today is Father's Day. And as I was explaining this morning, God has chosen to reveal himself as a Father to his creation. And just because. Human beings mess up the image of father does not mean it's a poor image. It means that we fall short and we need to come back and get our image and values of fatherhood from the God and father of us all. So don't blame bad fathers on God the creator because he is the ultimate good father who cares for and sustains his creation and is so reached out to us in unconditional love, many of us just do not get it. But that's his nature. That's his nature. The other reason, today is a good day to do baptism, actually, any day is a good day to do baptism, but today is especially appropriate. I don't know if you tried to get here through Manitoba Marathon Travis, or some of you had friends and family members running in the marathon today, but The Christian life is really a marathon. Some people make it up to be a sprint, a 100-yard dash, but it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And baptism is not all about getting to the finish line. It's actually getting to the starting line because it's a public way of saying, hey, I'm going to start following Jesus. And everything else up until now It's been preparation for starting that race. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, the author of that book says, Let us throw up everything that so easily entangles us and and pursue this race that God has called us to. People preparing for the marathon did not tie their shoelaces together unless they were pranking a friend. You don't run with your track pants around your ankles. You prepare properly. you're to suffer the night before. You get a good sleep. You follow the rules. You stay within the markers. You listen to all the people encouraging you. Run the race. You, you do everything you can to faithfully endure and finish that race. The thing about following this race of life with Jesus is that He is here with us. His Spirit energizing us and helping us to follow Him and helping us, giving us the ability and desire follow Him. So it's a great race. <laughs> Steve Switzer would also like to be baptized. Steve's coming and he has requested that um, Pastor Justina perform his baptism. So we're looking forward to that. So just stay tuned and uh, they'll be right up. Isn't it been awesome already just to hear the stories? I think it's just great to be able to hear people's stories
1: and where they're at. And if you're feeling the thump-thump that maybe you might need to do this, we're going to do some more baptisms in the fall, so watch for that. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Steve says it looks like pea water. <laughs> well, he has a little one <laughs> I'm so excited and privileged to be in the tank with Steve today, and he's got an awesome story that he wants to share with you.
2: Hello, everyone. For most of my life, I always knew there was a God. What I didn't know was how influential he would be, was going to become later into my life, and then he had a plan for me all along and always loved me, no matter how many mistakes. Growing up, I came from a broken home. My father had custody of both my older sister and myself, since I can remember. My mother was trying to do what she thought was best for us at that time. She understood he had a steady job and a home that that we could grow up in.
0: When I was about eight, my
2: dad found a new love. At first, she was very pleasant and seemed to want what was best for us. After that marriage, it was constant fights night after night. I remember my sister and I being terrified of what was going on and if we made a noise my dad would would come flying down the stairs. We would both have to pretend we were asleep in fear that he would hurt one of us. My father continued to get angrier throughout the years. When I was in grade 5 my sister decided to move in with my mom. From then on, contact with my mother became very limited to every other weekend. My father was starting to become very violent there was times when he would throw me to the floor or downstairs. stairs when he was angry i remember fearing for my life and praying to a god i did not know almost by nothing but instinct before the end of grade six i was told that my mother didn't love me she didn't want to see me and wanted nothing to do with me anymore which i found out later on in life that wasn't true from then on my mom was no longer my as I grew, all I wanted was my dad's approval. I just wanted him to be proud of me as a son. All I ever received was questioning about my sexuality, getting told I was a failure, and that I would never amount to anything. My now wife, Brittany, and I started dating in April 2005 where we were such an odd couple. She was a super smart, down-of-the-books Christian girl. And I, well, I was a punk rock-loving football player who had dreams of being a professional wrestler. I knew I was going to be somebody, the next showstopper like Shawn Michaels. She and her family are the best possible situation my life could have stumbled upon. Here was this beautiful girl that was gag over a movie I never understood how she could love someone whose life was total chaos. She tried time and time again with my family, but they never accepted her. Needless to say, this pushed me more and more farther from my father. Eventually, I moved in with Brittany and her parents, and got my life on track. My relationship with my dad worsened as I still tried to please him and make him proud. During this time, my mother and father-in-law could not understand how my parents didn't want me. Aside from Brittany, they were the two biggest supporters of my life, telling me time and time again that I am somebody regardless of my father's life. Him. I was in disbelief and couldn't understand how they could pour so much love on one on me when I was, wasn't even in their child. A couple of years later, Brittany and I bought our own house. I remember the excitement we had. Shortly after we moved in, though Brittany's biological father passed away. Brittany was in a terrible state, and at that point, or at the point to where she lost faith in God she has always believed in. This was the point when I realized that I could not do it alone. I needed a higher power that I could go to. And I went to Healing Chapel the very next Sunday after my realization. Pastor Jim gave a great sermon that day about believing and trusting God with great examples that pertain to real life. I couldn't control my emotions and I started to cry right there in the pew. No one knew who I was. There was this elder lady beside me, and all she said was, Doesn't matter where you are in your life, Jesus loves you. And I never saw her again at our church. I believe God sent me an angel that day, and from then on, I believed and knew that I needed to bring my beloved then girlfriend back to Him. As time passed, I got Brittany to start coming to church with me. I didn't pressure her, I just wanted her to know the offer was there. We loved the evening service at he We felt it was more directed to the younger generation. Pastor Jim, guy again, gave a great service that, that sat deep in Brittany's heart, and I remember the emotions on her face that day as she accepted Christ and her life once again. I was so happy for her, and to this day, she was my biggest inspiration to live a godly life. When I was 22, I decided that I wanted to get to know my family that I was missing for many long years. I reopened my Facebook account, which I closed due to ex girlfriends stalking me, <laughs> and searched for my sister. I took a huge leap of faith, knowing that the message I was about to send could go two very different ways. Thanks to God's grace, she was excited and wanted to meet with me. We reunited at Tim Hortons and laughed like we were old friends. A couple of hours, Sorry, after a couple hours, I asked if she could take me to see my mom. I remember being so nervous. My mom was smoking in her garage when we pulled up. I remember her face of disbelief as I walked up to see her. She gave me a great big hug and she kept repeating to herself, you grew up to be so handsome, so handsome. Which is funny because I remember my mom telling me when I was young I was going to be an underwear model. <laughs> Brittany and I got married on September 18, 2010. Brittany, I want you to know that that was the best decision of my life. Without you, my life wouldn't be what it is and what it should be. You are the reason I came to Christ. You are the reason I am in touch with my family again. And you are the reason I am who I am today. Every day that passes, I want to please you and have you as my wife. Even when times are tough, I know we will get through it because God is in our boat. January 11, 2013, Brittany's water had broke in the wee hours of the morning. Upon arriving, God blessed us with this amazing nurse. We seriously couldn't have asked for anyone better. This nurse was treating Brittany properly and gave her the time she needed. During this time, Brittany's blood pressure was high. With that information discovered, we were sent to emergency. We wondered why this was happening and Brittany was in a lot of pain. She was told she could not have an epidural, as, this, as with her specific condition, the needle would be couldn't be placed wrong, and she would die. So instead, Brittany was put on a different drug. As she started to get mellow by the drug, I was told that I could lose both of them at any time. Brittany could bleed out during birth, and the baby could be a stillborn. My whole life was torn right upside down. I was in disbelief and shock and scared. I swear I never prayed for anything more than that day when my family's lives are almost slipping away from me. I witnessed two miracles that day. One, my wife's life was spared, and two, the birth of my very alive, beautiful boy that we named Blake Steven Switzer. He is my pride and joy. I love him so much. I don't have the words to express how I truly feel about him. Every day I'm in shock that God trusts me to raise such a wonderful little human being. Ultimately, everything I have in my life is thanks to the Lord. He knew where I was going to be, no matter where he kept his faith in me. And now I'm going to do the same. Now I'd like to state out loud and sign this resolution in front of all of the congregation. I do solemnly resolve before God to take full responsibility of myself, my wife, and my children. I will love them, protect them, serve them, and teach them the word of God as a spiritual leader of my own. I will be faithful to my wife, to love and honor her, and be willing to lay my life down for her as Jesus Christ did for me. I will bless my children and teach them to love God with all their hearts, all of their minds, and all of their strength. I will Train them to honor authority and live responsibly. I will confront people, pursue justice, and love mercy. I will pray for those and treat them with kindness, respect, and compassion. I will work diligently to provide the need to my family. I will forgive those who have wronged me and reconcile those I have wronged. I will learn from my mistakes, repent of my sins, and walk in integrity as a man answerable to God. I will learn from... I will seek to honor God, be faithful to His church, obey His word, and do His will. I will courageously work with the strength God provides to fulfill this resolution for the rest of my life and for His glory. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.
1: It is such a privilege to... And I know lots of you are crying out there, but I know that God wants to heal Steve of the stuff in his past. And I know that Steve loved God, and I have seen him in the last couple of years just grow into an amazing man of God, who wants nothing more than to take care of his family and to be that man, to love his wife, to love Blake. And um, I'm just really proud of him today. So Steve, what is your profession of faith?
2: Jesus is the Lord.
1: Will you let go of your past and live for God from this day forward? Yes. And do you renounce the devil and all his works? Yes, I do. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it is my privilege to baptize you today.